0: Right. Right. Do I have to do my intro again? You will As need well. to. Yeah, okay, do can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy now. Okay. <laughs> no, he's happy now. Okay. <laughs> Is okay. it definitely recording this time? Recording, for the, for yeah. the sake of the audience, we've just done about 30 minutes of the podcast before we realised it wasn't actually recording. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so we've actually now had to restart this again. So you're hearing this from the second there, time. Were, there, was, there, was a, there was a big bust up. All sorts happened. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, all <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all kicked off. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: think he's a nice guy, listeners? i better not say anything then. Slagging all of you lot off. for
2: No apologies,
1: necessary. Let's
2: get on with
1: the podcast. Into a brain. there's
3: been a rape up there. The seedy little fans have seen little jokes. You're
1: a cock, you're a cock, you're a cock. The women are dirty. And I'm boring myself talking about it. What are you doing? Having a laugh. Could have had a laugh down the pub lunchtime. Selfish, bit dangerous that in a podcast, isn't it? Maybe you better go back to podcasting. You know, as you all love podcasting so much. As it is quarter past two. Ooh, just want to be popular as a new podcaster. Love me?
0: Pathetic. <laughs> 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 oh, that was amazing. Good oh. on oh. well Danny. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the second episode of the second series of the and Blog Podcast, the only podcast. Dedicated to breaking down and discussing the UK edition of The Office. Now, under strengths, he's put podcasting. It's Jack. James, I don't let anyone talk to me like <laughs> you just did. <laughs> and he wouldn't even use a lift, not even in a fire drill. It's Seth. We're gonna get you out of here, alright? <laughs> Didn't work. No, <laughs> all well. I know what he's <laughs> doing. And if he had hit Neil, he would have gone through that wall. It's Danny.
1: Seriously, if it does kick off between me and James, all you listeners just get out of here. It's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> oh,
2: this is big boy shit. This is big boy shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is the second episode. Uh, this is appraisal mm-hmm. or appraisals. Appraisals, I think.
4: Yeah. According to Netflix, so...
0: Okay, so oh, we we're up we, and... Take we, that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah we're not having that debate again. Anyway. Yeah, not, we, we <laughs> know we what we think of the Netflix tyros. That's pirals. closed. Yeah. So we're up and running, guys. We're into this now. Second series, second episode. Yeah. Time to have some more fun. We've got lots of new characters to have some fun with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, we've even got a black one. We've got one in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. We've got... Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like cut, a bit cut, like Julian cut, Clary. Cut, cut, cut that out. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit like, and like Julian Clary. That's racist, because yeah. he is black, so... Oh, well, yeah, so what you see, so. Oh, <laughs> half, half and half. half. Well, that that's my, my favourite. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: but, yeah, we do get more of a sense in this episode of the, of the actual Swindon lot outside of Neil, don't we? In the first episode of Series 2, we kind of got a sense of, I mean, we know that the new characters are coming in, but it was more Brent versus Neil and kind of setting up that kind of antagonistic yeah. relationship. Whereas in this episode, even though that carries on, we get more of a sense of the actual Swindon lot. and We kind of, we, we we now know how many of them there are. We see them all sitting in a row. There's six of them. We kind of, we get a sense of who the actual individual characters are. Yeah. We've got Brenda, the one in the wheelchair. We've got Oliver, the black guy. We've Trudy, got Trudy, the leader. We've got Trudy, yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, the, the spokesperson <laughs> for all. Yeah. So, and, and we kind of, and Brent tries to win them over, but we kind of know that yeah, it's, it, it's, it doesn't work, does it? It,
1: it just
0: stinks of desperation, doesn't yeah.
4: it? I've, I've got to say, you say at the
1: beginning there's more characters to have fun with. I don't think I have fun with these characters. I think they boring. <laughs> well, no, I'm, the, actually, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually on David Brent's side. I think if I worked in that swinging office with Neil and those guys, I'd find it boring and rubbish. Request a transfer.
0: Yeah,
2: I I would, like, rather, I
1: I'd rather, I'd have more of a laughing slap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm I think what Brent realises as well is that the, the, the Swindon lot don't intrinsically res- respect him like he thought they might. Yeah, He's actually got to win this lot over, as you said, Jack, and that kind of doesn't work out quite like he imagined. Mm. So I start to feel a bit more sorry for Brent in this episode. You know, he's painted m- more and more as the underdog and we've got to like him by this point, I think. Well, this I is think the- he's more likeable in this series.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing that I think is interesting about it is that I mean, if it's not. If you take into what happened in ep- in episode one, where I mean, as far as they're concerned, they come into this new place and their new bosses, you know, making black man's cock jokes. He's making, yep. He's making gay jokes. Mm-hmm. He's kind of minding wanking all over them when they're in their first <laughs> <little> meeting. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so there's a reason. I mean, I mean you, can, you can see if you put if you put yourself in their position, you can see why they might be on the bit of a, on the back foot with him, distrusting of him, maybe kind of mm. not so forthright with him. Mm. But at the same time. As an audience member, I don't know how you guys feel, but as an audience member, you are kind of sitting there kind of disliking them and feeling sorry for Brent, like you said, Seth. And I think yeah. that's because kind of, as we, we kind of are hardwired as humans to kind of be trusted of what's not the status quo. And we've spent mm. six episodes yeah. getting to know Brett now. Like he's, he, Even though you can sometimes think I oh, was being a bit of a prick as being a bit of an arsehole, he's the person we know now. And these new guys are, are swanning in, especially Neil. Mm. And he seems like a nice
0: guy, but you're still like, yeah, but you're not you're not the one I know. I yeah, they're the invaders, I mean, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're exactly. the foreign species. Yeah, yeah. They've come <laughs> in to comfortable exactly. to us, mm. and they're putting somebody that we have a great deal of fun or, or respect for. Oh, I don't know. Is respect the right word
4: for David? Just, I mean, just someone we, we know. Someone that's someone that that we love, they're what it is, yeah.
1: Yeah, this episode is not Brent's finest hour. No, it's not. But this is no, the, that's true. This is the thing. Series two.
4: These I can't really remember its the specifics of what comes later in the, in the next few episodes. But series two, I guess the whole thing is break Brent down bit by oh, bit well. until he's just he's not on a breakdown, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. by which is, why, a- which is why eventually by the end of the series, without Christmas specials uh, to see. You kind of—it's all—it ends on a complete, just depressing downward, doesn't it? Really, Oh, it does. This is <laughs> and he's broken yeah. down yeah.
0: because he's been broken down bit by bit by bit. This is the one where Brent loses control. This yeah. is when there's—if you could—if you could chalk it up to like a, mm. a switch being flicked from when we from when Brent loses his confidence and becomes on the back foot this is the episode 100%
4: yeah he started to at the end of episode 1 series 2 didn't he you could see that he was kind of st- uh, stewing in like the, the failure of his speech Yeah. but then he kind of he, he picks himself up again with his own speech at the end of that episode doesn't and then he, he comes did. out of that so then this one, and, and you feel like because he, he's thinking obviously I'm going to be able to win these guys over and yes. at the end of this episode he knows he's never going to be able to win them over and then he just for the whole rest of the run of the show he refers to Mr Swindon I like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, think it, it, it it's him and them, kind of thing. Mm. I think the dawn, I'm
1: fed up bit, that's the pivotal moment yeah. when yeah. you finally yes. admit defeat. Agreed? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, It's like when on an Etcher program, you know, when you see like a pride of lions and there's like the aging yeah. lion, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah, taken yeah. down by the young buck, and you can see he can't, he hasn't quite got the strength to fight this kid off, you know? Yeah. And he knows he's going to lose yeah. everything and wander alone. And it is, it's quite sad, <laughs> like think you can say.
1: So. The young lion looks pretty trim.
3: We might as well. You've you, you got on, on with it, yeah? Right.
0: So, the cool thing about this episode is it comes back to the mundane start. We've got shots of just offices and cleaners and fax machines that this co- this show is rooted. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got a shot of uh, Oliver, one of the new Swindon lot, and Brent saddles up to him and asks him if he saw that movie from film last night with Denzel Washington. It's brilliant. <laughs> he has to, after the whole black man's cop thing, he
2: has to just
1: recover. So, it's Oliver. Yeah, it's a
2: continuation of his I'm not racist theme, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. I like black people, basically. Yeah. So what black you know? yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. Coincidentally Oliver's sitting next to you, you, But it's like what you said in the last episode, Seth, where he's also just trying to win over Oliver as well. Like Oliver's the new person mm-hmm. he wants to win mm-hmm. over. If he if he's if Oliver approves of what he's doing,
0: then that means that in yeah. every way he's
4: PC. He's alright. like, right. yeah, he, he can't he approves, be a sexist if the black good. guy's approving <laughs> of it. It's a bit like
0: how the second incarnation of Brent in his film uh has that black guy Doc, is it? Doc? Yeah, yeah, Doc Brown. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda like that. He wants to have a sort of uh Approval from from the from the community. Yes. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a positive.
2: I guess like a positive stereotype, like not a, positive racism. Would be a stupid thing to say, but it's like he wants a black guy to love him so much for such horribly stereotyped and, and culturally inappropriate reasons. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Just for his own the, sense of approval. He needs a black guy to like him, yeah, to exactly. validate his, you know, his coolness <laughs> and his, you know.
4: And the only way he can think to get this black the black guy on board <laughs> yeah. is to tell him that he likes a black actor. That's what he thinks. If I tell him, <laughs> yeah, if I tell yeah. him, I, I like, I like. Black things, and then just in case
1: Denzel Washington's too obvious, okay, <laughs> he, he has to you know dig back a bit further in <laughs> yeah. history for Mr. Sidney Poitier. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was that's a real classic black. That's the that's the de grace. Yeah, the original, <laughs> the original, original sort of, yeah. black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidney <laughs> Poitier. Yeah, yeah
0: I, know, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah Oliver's not really interested though. He's just sort of oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He he just doesn't give him anything back, but like, yeah. he doesn't sort of shut him down either. So yeah, to be fair yeah, to all of that out of all the Swindon lot, he's kind of, he's yeah, giving
2: it a
4: that. go, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's kind of... No, I like Oliver, because
2: uh, Oliver doesn't seem too bothered by Brent's nonsense. He takes it in the right way, I think.
4: And also, I you think know? he's probably been for it all the time, like having to kind of be polite when white people are kind of like putting their foot in it, trying to be kind of PC. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's kind of, you know, He's just—he's just kind of—he's letting it wash over him, isn't he? So you're saying
2: he's already before, had yeah. quite a lot of
0: Brentish moments in his I'm life. I'm sure he has. Yeah, 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 I'm sure he has. So carrying on <laughs> the theme of these office shots, we've just got the next one, which is Tim and Gareth, and Gareth's got one of those. What is it like a like a like a wrist uh, trainer a, a thing? Wrist trainer, yeah. yeah. So then Tim Tim奥斯顿 wins the charity wankathon, and Gareth, to be fair,
3: I don't know, but you'd win it. <laughs> That's good.
0: But there is a moment where there's like a,
4: a kind of like three second pause and you can see it dawn on Garth. Oh, this is, this is a good comeback. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect
0: timing. So then. Um, Lee comes along with a bottle of something. You can tell by the shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and there's a really sort of forced apology here from Lee he yeah. it's oh, so awkward
2: it. you, you just know that Lee and Dawn have had a big row all yeah. night about that no you've got to buy him something you've got to go and say sorry and Lee's just been a bit
4: of an yeah, asshole. Right? what I really like about this scene though is it's kind of classic just blokes apologising to each other they're yeah. both so awkward they can, they yeah. can both barely make eye ar- even Tim he can barely make eye contact um, Tim just no, no Lee just, yeah, kind just kind of, kind of thrusts down the bottle without even mentioning what it is Tim even has to ask oh is, is this for me it's
2: a British bloke thing you know, yeah, yeah. can't do an forced apology, can't show their emotion, can't turn around and go, Well, actually, you really fucked me off then. You know, it's like when there's that undercurrent of actually, no, they hate each other. <laughs> you know, just put your mind at rest there's nothing going on between them because I would know I've been watching him like a hawk, and I imagine you've been watching her your end. So between us, we've got it covered.
0: And there's just this pause between all of them, they're all looking at each other because Tim and Dawn have never actually yeah. acknowledged the fact that there yeah. might be something there. So for them to hear that while he's sitting yeah. you know, it's just it's all out in the open, isn't it? Yeah, it's another, you know, really pregnant pause. Yeah. Maybe the pause yeah. better
1: fuck off home if it's pregnant. <laughs> don't do so,
0: so this isn't just any old day. This is the day for the doing the appraisals. And Brent's explaining to us about the process that they're going through. It's yeah. basically a really boring yeah. exercise that everyone has to do every year where they fill in a silly
1: little
2: form saying what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. It's Brent even touts it. it as like a 360 appraisal. Like they get a chance
0: to say what they've... They think about that's what rubbish. I did it, They it's...
1: say it is, but who's going to say to my bot, to their boss, "Oh yeah, yeah, I think you're really shit, boss"? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, yeah.
0: But that's why it's so funny because obviously, Brent of all the bosses in the world is probably the worst one to take that kind of criticism. So even if it was being done properly and even if they genuinely wanted to use the feedback from their staff to change, it's not going to happen with him. Yeah, he you
1: know, he he manipulates Dawn into saying that he's <laughs> the person he looks up to, and that is just, you know, that's just typical. He won't even. You know, he won't even accept her saying anyone but him. And so he literally, she goes to her mum, her dad, Tim, and yeah. she just finds a reason for it all not to be him <laughs> and he basically, gets to him. And he
4: basically doesn't let Tim get a word in Edgeways. Like, And I think no. Tim, knowing from from a previous scene in series one, is just kind of like not even bothering to try. He knows
0: how this is going to go. Mm. He, just, he just lets Brent read out his Pat kind of philosophy to him. The thing I love about this episode, you can imagine Ricky and Steve Merchant in a room not that they're married, Ricky Gervais and Steve Purchin in a room. (laughs) Um, And and they're sort of thinking, right, what situation could we put Brent in for series two? And one of them, someone said appraisals and it must have been like a light bulb moment because you can imagine all the comedy you know, potential they could bring out. I think, yeah,
4: but that's how, going through it now analytically, I think that's how they do it. But I think, I imagine that's probably what their writing process is, just kind of like, think of, think of like a, a broad subject that happens in an office that everyone can relate to and just kind of wring as much comedy potential mm. out of it
0: we saw it in season one yeah. with, with the, the training with the and the quiz and stuff yeah but this yeah. is perfect fodder for that isn't it because this does has, as you say Danny happen in every single office and yeah. the cool thing about t- Keith and actually Keith this is when I think I and, and I think probably most people love Keith the best is because everybody hates these appraisals <laughs> Keith is like a working class hero in this because he does what everybody wants to do because he doesn't give a fuck about any of these answers he has yeah. Yeah. doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about showing it either it know, is literally one of the funniest scenes in the office. I think. It's oh, truly, of, it's yeah. It's
4: definitely the classic Keith scene. I think if Keith yeah. didn't have this scene, he wouldn't be such a well remembered kind of and beloved kind of supporting character. Agreed. I so. Um, and it's definitely, and it's also, I think, one of the classic Office scenes.
3: Do you feel you are given the flexibility to decide how best to accomplish your goals? Do you want the options again? Yeah. Not at all. To some extent, always the same. Very much so, don't Don't know. know. If don't know wasn't there, what would you put? Well, the option- Not at all, to some extent, very much so, don't know. Very much so. Do you remember what the question was? No. Okay. It's so
2: relatable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's so relatable. We've all been in a similar situation, and yeah, for the boss and for the employee, like, the person who's delivered an appraisal and for the person who sat there thinking, God, why are we even bothering this yes. thinly veiled facade of, a, of an appraisal? N- no one is getting anything out of it. And Keith's just sitting there, just making that so apparent. <laughs> yeah, but I
4: don't think it's Keith kind of sticking it to the man. He's literally just... No, I think it's just being I think he's just, just, idiot,
0: think he's yeah, just yeah. got that sort of zero personality. I love yeah. the difference between the way Brent acts for Tim's appraisal and the way he acts for... Uh, Keith's appraisal. Yeah. Because with Tim's appraisal, he wants to be the sage. He wants to be the the wise one, the philosopher. Whereas with you, with Keith's, he just wants to get through it. He just yeah. thinks, "Fuck me!" I just want we'll just let's get these answers down and let's get you the fuck out of here and back on your accounting team. Do you know what I mean? He, well, Keith's appraisal yeah. is, is pretty
4: much one of the rare scenes in the office where he Brent is just the pure straight man. Yeah, like, yeah. He's just, he's, yeah. Just, he's just the serious one, and it's Keith that's kind of getting the comedy out.
2: That's the very moment you see Brent uh, sort of exasperated by someone's behaviour in, in in terms of like being like, oh. And he's such a good food, job, you know, or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: the thing is, it's, right. it's their fault for putting, uh, it's their fault for putting "don't know" in, as an option. It's uh, this, yeah. This just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so so there's a great scene.
2: There's a great scene in dawn's Appraisal where, where, there's just a brief moment where Ricky Gervais has, uh, <laughs> does like a great moment. bit of face <laughs> acting where he just clearly hasn't been listening to what she's yeah, yeah, just said. Yeah, just yeah I love
4: that scene. He's just looking at the camera. got a little
2: spiel about wanting to be an illustrator and sort of. Now she just says she's a
0: receptionist, and then you can just see he's like, he's really only half listened, and he's like.
3: And a bloody good one, you know.
0: It's such a sweet um, moment from uh, Dawn as well, do you know what I mean? We haven't had many talking heads from her yet, but actually in that, in that little bit, that's practically a talking head, and she gives us so much in that little bit. Yeah, and
4: is this the first time we've heard about her being this illustrator? Yes. Yeah, right so here. I mean, not to say that Merchant and Gervais have done a disservice to Dawn as a character, but I mean, we're so far into the series now, over halfway through, and... We've only really just found out that t- Dawn's wants and passions and needs mm, kind of. We found, really everyone, we found out. We even found out that what drives Gareth. We haven't really found out what drives Dawn yet. So, yeah, it's, it's surprising that it's got this far in. Keep yeah. up the Keep My <laughs> <laughs> <Good laughs> dreams <laughs> are
0: good in a but way. Also, if you think about you say it hasn't happened till now. This is we're only really halfway through. Do you know what I mean? We're just over halfway through at this point. So, yeah. true, it's a short show. It's a short show, but we
4: are kind of. I don't know. We, I, I, I was surprised in series one that they kind of they went so long without that's giving great. her a talking head, and now they've gone. And, and we're suddenly now finding out.
0: What I'm getting at is that each episode is so concentrated. At every, it every is point. that's true. So you think about the way you feel about Dawn. There must have been enough in there for you to feel the way you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean. Means? But yeah, it's maybe. And, yeah, and, and it's there.
4: only because they brought
0: it in now that you suddenly reflect back and no, actually they didn't bring it in before. Mm. So I mean, yeah. I love in Tim's appraisal the way that David's got that script book just to the left of him. and He's just reading these quotes and trying to be subtle about it, but really not being subtle at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
4: that is, yeah, again, that's kind of like a classic office moment as well. Like, are you reading these?
3: Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Are you reading these? Am I what? Reading the quotes. Sort of. I'll put it down there if it's obvious. Well, I so.
4: What I do like about that scene, kind of knowing they're kind of from... The, the deleted scenes and the kind of the bloopers yes. is that if you watch that scene, I mean Brent's doing a lot of funny faces and kind of you know they kind of you could be in a hot seat pointing down, but it seems because of the way that Martin Freeman deadpans it all the way through, it kind of just seems like a pretty innocuous scene, doesn't yeah. it? Whereas if you watch the bloopers, oh my like, god, you Nathan. can see how yeah, much actually, they were kind of struggling getting yeah. through and think how like- funny it seems. So w- watching those bloopers now, watching the scene, you see that actually at the beginning of the scene, it's yeah. just a close up on de- on, on Gervais Brent. So I'm wondering if. To finally get through it I after all, they just had to film him separately with oh, no one else wow. in the room. Do you know what I mean? Could be, could I reckon be. it is. I reckon they it are, is.
0: they're really struggling, aren't they? Yeah, that yeah. Thing? and like you say, it's like 53 quotes, takes, uh, takes or something. Yeah, and then
4: at the beginning of this scene, yeah, it's kind of instead of being over Martin Freeman shot over Martin Freeman's shoulder, like you see in the bloopers, it's all just, yeah, a close mm. up on, on Brent. So yeah, I reckon they just had to have him yeah. perform the scene to nobody in the end to
0: get over it. The funny thing about this one as well was we talked before about how. Tim is Brent's audience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All the people, he probably doesn't bother with all these quotes for everybody else, but he just wants to make sure that Tim leaves the office thinking that Brent is the uh, the philosopher that <laughs> he needs to be. And also, it's another example where
4: Tim kind of helps out Brent a little bit. Yeah. Brent, Brent kind of, confi- and, and it happens in series one, I can't remember a specific moment, but it happens in series one where Brent kind of confides into Tim like, Breaks down of sudden and break don't kind of that confides that. into Tim. Yeah, his performance. Like, don't tell that line. so like, I'm not getting gonna...
2: it. Uh, I think Tim. I think Tim rescues Brent a few times. Don't he, does, he does. I like yeah, that about yeah. yeah, he rescues
4: him with the. I'll go for a drink with you. You know. Yeah. He rescues work, him then, with uh, cool, you know. Michael. Jackson in series one with the Michael Jackson yep. touches. His arm. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah, little yeah. Show yeah. Of support, <laughs> and in series, uh, and when he's giving his. um in his last appraisal kind of thing when he wants to quit and again it's Brett's like well don't, don't tell that lot like, out there what you said in here in yeah. like unless, it bad, yeah.
0: good, but unless except by good boss if you want to yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> there
4: is multiple scenes uh, moments where Tim kind of helps out Brent. yeah so they've got a nice relationship there before wow. we move on from the appraisals one thing I did want to, to <laughs> know again to kind of um, not, I don't want to pour water on Gervais and Merchant's writing but the whole appraisals thing is kind of like the anchor of the episode. It's the centred piece of the episode, isn't it? And yes. it's, what the ti- what it's what it's titled after. Yeah. But after after Keith's appraisal, the kind of it kind of is dropped and it doesn't really build mm. to anything. And I think in earlier episodes, with the with the quiz and with Gareth's investigation, it would have kind of I'm built sorry, to I don't something. even
2: know what I'm laughing at. It would
4: have, but the appraisals <laughs> thing would have built to something at the end and it all would have coalesced in like a very kind of clever, writerly way. But in this, oh yeah, like I said, after Keith's appraisal, no, kind of nothing happens with the appraisals after that. Can I suggest... It, 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 it makes you wonder why they even did... Except for the fact that the appraisals happen at think work. Think about who
0: doesn't get an appraisal though, right? Actually, what happens in this episode is that we do have the... Brent's carrying out all the appraisals, right? Hmm. He does the appraisal for his guys, then he does a pseudo-appraisal for the Swindon lot. He then takes them out to the pub. He comes back, gets bollocked by Neil, he yeah. goes home. And then David's desperate for someone to talk to himself. And it's almost yeah. like Dave, he, David has his appraisal with Dawn at the end, but he has to force it and he has to make it happen. I think you're kind of being generous. Do you think so? There. Yeah, I think so a little bit. I think
4: it's it's, it's kind of, a, it's just a storyline that I think they could have done more with. I think they could have kind of been clever with how they kind of built the appraisal thing into a climax of the episode in some way. You get that great classic scene with Keith, and what it does do is allow Dawn to, the be, be, be plot device of the appraisals, it allows Dawn to talk about her three. But... <laughs> Apart from that, I think it kind
0: of goes nowhere a little bit. Maybe and it's I'm, not as obvious. Maybe I'm maybe reaching for it a little bit. But if you think about it, he's actually he's asking her to say, "Do you think I'm funny?" And he's getting, in a way, she, he's sort of talking about the strengths in his job and what he does well and what he doesn't do well. She's so, you know maybe it's a bit forced. Maybe I'm. I mean, no, actually, I don't know. Like, yeah,
4: now I think about it. Maybe you're, maybe you're winning me over with that argument. Yeah. He's maybe. showing it, he's
1: showing his vulnerability, which yeah. we haven't really seen a lot of before.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah, he becomes increasingly vulnerable throughout this yeah. series. I think
4: yeah okay yeah well okay, maybe, maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt maybe that's what it was maybe Gervais if you're listening you can um, tweet at Werner blog in there explain yeah. yourself yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and tell us, if, <laughs> tell us if James is right and if they, if if the idea was that it was kind of building up to Brent getting his own unofficial appraisal at the end yeah maybe it is I don't know <laughs> So, uh, I doubt, I doubt. I'm starting to think that put yeah. as much thought into it as we bloody have. <laughs> <laughs> very possible. So <laughs> no, you know, right, has. No. <laughs> so, what are we saying to, to some
3: extent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, very much so. <laughs> We're going to leave that there.
0: So, anyway, halfway through this uh, appraisal episode, we get suddenly the fire alarm cuts through the silence, and we've got this sudden. Uh, you know evacuation of the building yeah and it, the funny thing about this is you've got a complete contrast you've got brent on the left hand side of the screen describing to <laughs> yeah, you yeah. how he does this every year it's not by law he just likes to do it you know it's really good for the team da, 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 da. and then on the other side you've got gareth kicking the doors open and making such a big scene and giving running commentary as people are running past or rather yeah. walking past and he and as soon as they're walking if they're dawdling slightly he says right second degree burns third degree burns you're in front." <laughs> you know what i mean he's really going for
4: it this scene is an example of brent being kind of like a good kind of calm boss yeah. Well to when put put calm, boss. Up to when Brenda is wheeled up. Well, in yeah, which that's case so he wrong. then flips and then oh god, he insists on We're gonna get cam- you out of here. Yeah, <laughs> for the benefit of the cameras, he insists on him and Gareth
0: wheeling her down. Well, does he? He insists on them carrying her. Down. Oh, well, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, 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 i yeah, say yeah, down okay. is a strong word. They get maybe <laughs> halfway down and then he just gives up because obviously he's just, she's too heavy or he can't be bothered.
2: He's, he's, he's still hyper-vigilant
0: throughout this episode
2: but It's a proof that he likes blacks, he's respectful to disabled people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's, sti- he's still, any opportunity he's got to show, like, we're going to get you out of here, right? But he yeah. just obviously is well-intentioned and but he comes across as... So patronising. But surely he, he looks down at her like she's a dog when he goes, "We're going to get you out of here." Yeah.
1: It's literally like he's literally like, really like he's
0: greeting a dog. Yeah, <laughs> like she's yeah, a little yeah. Kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but surely he could have let her take the lift. I mean, that's, I mean, it's funny, obviously, that he left her on that little corner on the stairs <laughs> and just, that look that she gives him. she
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her. Well, because well, you've got Brent, who's who's just
0: trying to do it for the cameras, and
2: then you've got Gareth, who obviously just follows the rule book all day long. So he's like, no, you can't even do that, not yeah, even, no, in, a, so. not even <laughs> in a drill. But you so are but He's, he's right. Brent, you they've got different to. motives.
4: I mean, Oliver would have just had Oliver and whoever he's with would have just had to carry her down anyway. Yeah, yeah, but you Barry, get the impression that yeah. they would have made a better job of it and actually got. They offered down. to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many times, like on
1: <laughs> on holidays or at festivals and stuff, have we been like walking around carrying heavy bags? And I've been like, oh my god, this is ridiculous.
0: Obviously in a real fire. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. on, the way to the, on the way to our campsite at Glastonbury last year, he yeah. literally said that about 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> as, as if it was somehow like, alleviating the, the stress and pressure that you were feeling on your by Just a. An office quote just... just yeah. yeah. <laughs> an office quote a day. Yeah. Well, one. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be quite a considerable cut down, I think. <laughs> so... Uh, obviously, they've just had the fire alarm. We're all outside now, and this is that sort of the thing where everybody breaks off into their little little pockets of groups. Yeah, yeah. So you've got all the warehouse guys all standing around together talking about what can only imagine, uh, and then you've got T- Dawn talking to one of the Swindon lot, and then you've got Tim talking to Rachel. Rachel yeah, yeah. And this is where the flirtation really starts to take yeah, hold between yeah, yeah. these two. But things. you've
2: also got you've also got. I've always noticed in that scene, there's that one guy who, who seems to be really into the gym, and he's throwing boxing. Jamie's or something like that isn't it yeah with, Jamie's we, with, with from um, Keith's off, yeah. Yeah, 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 with Keith yeah. He's, he's a guy you mentioned later he says and, "And you can eat as many eggs as you want and do as many reps as you want or something like that Does he's really he he <laughs> into the gym that guy if you know it no that's Jamie Deeks I Jamie, think yeah yeah, the yeah, actor, yeah. yeah yeah he's really into the gym sorry it's just a little side note I thought yeah. I'd add Really so I was saying, yeah. this, is, this
0: is where the flirtation between um, Tim and Rachel really starts to take yeah, hold yeah. because he's starting to do his shtick about how Father Christmas, I don't know how he can get all the way around the world, but he's <laughs> sat in there in Bernardo's talking to little old people or something like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's, she's, she's tittering it. away. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's loving, loving it. it. But Dawn's not loving Dawn's
1: it okay. because Dawn is watching from all afar. friendly. Yeah, she that's it. it. And she but you know what? I've got no sympathy for
4: Dawn in this case. He asked you. You said no, love. Yeah. Yes, Tim asked her out, but she can't just drop a, a engagement and a relationship like yeah, that. of course. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, easy. It's so. easy to say, Danny. Oh, you know, you made your choice. You're you stuck with the lung of a head. You've you kind of you've you lost out. But it's not just as simple as Tim going up to her one day and saying, "Oh, do you want to go out for a drink?" And I'm going, "Oh, yes, I will." Lee, our engagement's off. Do yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm moving out in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You, you say just... that,
1: but in series three, that's. Spoiler alert, exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, but kind forget, of... That's bigger, though, because they've
4: been Series in... Series three, That whatever. That never her, oh, well, her, her life is different
0: then, don't forget. They're in Florida. You know, she's really unhappy over there. They're not even paying rent and all this Well, exactly,
4: and also, the Tim... And also, <laughs> she's rent. had... She, <laughs> also, <laughs> she's had, like, two years to think to think on Tim yeah. asking her out. When Tim asked her out in the training episode, it's out, completely out of nowhere. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, she hasn't even had... She hasn't had a chance to consider it or think about it. So yeah, I don't know. So the course of
2: true love never runs smoothly. Yeah, and you're yeah. right, James, as soon as, as soon as that I don't know why I said that to you, but as soon as that <laughs> other person's introduced Are you reading It, it so? happens all the time. You, you must have had that in your life where, where you really liked someone and then you couldn't have them but then someone else was involved and it was like oh, shit, or
0: the yeah, other way around, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It would, it, it, to, to get someone to pay you more attention, the best thing to get is somebody else to pay you attention. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And it shows when they start walking back in with Tim and Dawn, because they suddenly are walking in together, and sort yeah. of she makes a comment about, you know, you're using some of your best lines on Rachel, and obviously mm. she's not making any, uh, not trying to hide the fact that she's basically a little bit jealous. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I do
1: think, as I said in the last episode, I think um, Rachel is a bit of an underdeveloped character. She's not very rounded she's basically just there to she is, play this part. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she she's is. Yeah, and you can tell. And, and she's a writing tool. Yeah, and she's, yeah. And she's not that... And for that reason, she's not sort of wholly convincing. She's a bit odd. Mm.
4: Well, in fact, the that kind of comes across in the scene where she's kind of talking to Dawn. Like, to... Kind of speaking to Dawn and kind of telling her feelings about Tim to Dawn in a kind of like 10 in a kind of 10 yes. way, it's all about Dawn's reaction to it. It's not really about I mean. Rachel. Rachel's kind of an afterthought. Absolutely. Ra- Rachel is only there to talk to Dawn and for Actually. Dawn to get jealous. And it's only really for Dawn to have the thought, what if I wasn't engaged? Yeah. You know, and that's all it is. That is the first scene where we've seen Dawn really get confronted with what her feelings are. Absolutely. question. It's quite interesting, isn't it? And that kind of, and it all, I think what happens in the rest of the series all builds from there. But yeah. We don't Hear her
0: answer though. We don't hear. Her no, answer yeah. Though. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. We don't hear her answer. Yeah, so I mean, it's interesting, but it's obvious just from how she's reacted. I wonder yeah. what she finally said. Do you know do you think she actually ever came up with anything for Rachel? Because no, we, we don't she hear, hear it. Subject. She but yeah, she must subject. have done. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, the next thing then we've got yeah. is where Rachel actually pops into the break room. Tim and Dawn are in there playing darts, and again, they're back to their best. These two. They're yeah, they've got, got the good. To they've they've got the good. They're friends. darts. They're friends again. Yeah. And then Dawn is there to hear Rachel asked him out. Yeah. And obviously then Rachel extends the invitation to Dawn and Lee. Which was it's not genuine. It's arbitrary, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just for the sake of saying yeah. it, but you know, it's it's arbitrary.
2: She, she brushes it off so quickly when Dawn says, "I don't think she's
0: like okay." But you can come,
2: you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does purely purely out of social convention. She had to say, "Oh, you can come as well if you want." But yeah. right, I don't actually want you
0: to come, which is really sweet. So she yeah. invites Tim, she extends the invitation to Lee and Dawn. They refuse. She doesn't care, but she doesn't extend the invitation to Gareth when he confronts her about it because he actually <laughs> yeah. asks if he can come in the next <laughs> thing. So she's in the kitchen and she she just made a cup of tea and Gareth sort of corners her in the kitchen. And first of all, he just. uh Straightens out the details just to make sure he's confirmed before he jumps in, and he says, "You haven't got any kids from previous marriages, I should know about. You haven't got a boyfriend, right? Would you like to go out on a date with me?" Yeah, yeah oh, that's his, that. so his checklist. Uh, sorry Gareth's got like a, a list of stipulations, yeah exactly sexual, sexual
2: partners. Yeah, exactly. Make sure you tick all these boxes. I can <laughs> make sure when, when did you last have a sexually transmitted disease?
0: <laughs> yeah. And can I see the results, please? Can <laughs> I the voting cards for the last three general elections, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. So, of course, now the funny thing about this is that she um, sort of plays with him a little bit and starts to wind him up. And then Jamie comes into the kitchen and he, Gareth comes back and doesn't even care that Jamie's there and just points at her fanny and says, if you expect me to go in there <laughs> after Tim, make sure he wears a condom. And Jamie, the brilliant thing about that is that Jamie, the the, the, the gym guy that you were talking about, Seth, Oh, yeah. He, he follows as many G- reps as you want, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gareth points down. He says, like, if you expect me to go in there. And Jamie's eyes are just locked on his finger, locked yeah. on her penny. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Gareth ends up with the last laugh, to be honest,
4: in that scene. But then there's actually, to be fair to Jamie and Rachel, the actors that play them, there is a kind of great moment of comic timing there where there's a pause and then uh, there's only tea bags left. Yeah, there's in there. Kind of, like, yeah, it's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, I've never met a woman that likes Rachel in my life. I've got to be honest, Dan. I haven't spoken to many women about whether yeah. they like Rachel from The Office. Or I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I have It's not a chat I'm like no, <laughs> <laughs> It's not what I go for. But I It's usually yeah.
0: Which women? How many women have you have you watched The Office and spoken to about, about Stima,
1: Rachel? Steamer, my sister. <laughs>
0: And the family doesn't count. Oh yeah. my God. Oh. Okay, but, yeah, I we said not family. No, no, no. <laughs> they
1: generally, they,
4: uh, uh, they, they, <laughs> they will generally. Uh, uh, women will generally root for Dawn and not like Rachel. She, 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 is very annoying. But she's, we're not given a reason to like her at all. It's not. She's not a kind of strong. It's it's obvious that Merchant and Gervais didn't really have any interest in not getting Tim and Dawn together eventually. I mean, obviously that's how it was always going to go. But they, they, there isn't a strong kind of like uh, antagonist put into their put into their relationship. No, you can't they? you can't see a
2: happy ever after with
4: Rachel. No, unlike actually, like... to be fair, in the American Office, where the uh oh, what's that? Amy name? Adams. No, no, or the in second series is it or third series where Tim moves oh, to what's her name
0: the girl Quincy's daughter
4: Quincy Quincy jo- Rashida Jones Rashida. Yeah, Quincy that's Jones, that's <laughs> <right>. Jones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing in the office? It's, it's his daughter. Quincy. It's Rashida Jones
4: <laughs> in the office. Oh, that is, that is that is what it's that's Quincy his daughter. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so know yes, that. so in the American office, the uh, the um, Rachel equivalent, at least what's in that the that early name? series, is Rashida Jones, the, the Rashida Jones character, and she is a strong kind of. Um, Wassel, a strong wedge to split apart Pam and oh. Jim so yeah, yeah no I'm really. And, and, and that is kind of um, yeah I, I just don't I mean they've only got six episodes for series two so they got to get through the storyline mm-hmm. quick but Rachel isn't a strong kind of I
0: think she just gets a bit irritated doesn't she that's a thing did, she, like, like she like irritating. You said, you said it last off, week didn't you?
4: yeah yeah right so this series on the podcast we are giving uh, our listeners free advertising space for any company or product band anything they want us to advertise so before we play our next one just to let you know, if you want us to advertise your products, there's still time, the lines are still open. Send us an email to WernonBlogPodcast at gmail.com. And here is a word from one of our listeners.
2: My name's Gareth McLaughlin. I'm a singer-songwriter. And my new album,
4: Into the Ether, is available for download from Bandcamp, Lyrics Man mainly. But the music came easy as well, so.
3: Was I successful?
0: I'll let you be the judge of that when to tell you that I've featured not once. Not twice, but numerous times on local and national radio, BBC. So that's the kind of... The album has been called A Great Listen, full of raw creativity and a lot of melodic power. Well worth exploring this and the rest of the back catalog. Not my words. The review.
4: It's their opinion.
0: Check me out on Bandcamp or on Twitter, at GML Music. Also on Facebook, Gareth's Music. I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but can you hear more from Gareth, please?
3: Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. Okay, Next. So
4: people... Okay, so so there's been a lot of development of the Tim, Dawn, Rachel triangle. Yes. But let's not forget, we've also got Brent has got his
0: storyline here where he did the development between him, his relationship with the Swindon lot. Absolutely. So he's done his appraisals with his guys. He then goes to the Swindon lot. who are all together like a little pack this time round.
4: I think he's thrown as soon as he opens the door to give his meat. <laughs> and then Neil's there. They've been laughing and joking with with their old boss Neil, like looking yeah. at his family photos. Goes to show what a good relationship he has with him. Like they're involved in his like his family life and like you know he's she's showing his photos of his holiday or whatever. Mm. But then as soon as Brent walks in, their faces drop and they go cold
0: because yeah, 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 they know who he they is. There, yeah, they,
2: Which, they all idolise Neil and Brent. If he wants anything, Brent wants to be idolised, right? Yeah. And and they oh, yeah, really idolise the him, so he's so threatened by that.
1: I yeah. still think they're a bunch of boring little slugs, boring <laughs> little slugs hanging around together. No personality. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true though. We're about to see the evidence for that. To be fair. I mean,
4: yeah. I would, as much as I was trying to, def- I was defending them in, in uh, at the beginning of the episode. I think that I would be more like an, an Oliver, where you kind of you give a little bit, you kind of you, you, at least you kind of respond to him in a way. If he tries to make a joke, you laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like. Mm. You, Give, give him a
2: little bit of leeway. Yeah, know. there's no point in just seeing he's not the worst just, bloke in the world. The benefit yeah. of the
0: doubt, really. But but think think the, ringleader,
2: doubt. the ringleader of that nasty sort of vibe is Trudy. It's I Trudy. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe she's just speaking up for everybody else because she, she says, "I think a few of us are bored." Yeah. So maybe actually, that other people have had this conversation, she's the only one that sort of has the balls to say it. But so what she, do you think she means? Yeah, true. Like,
4: what, what,
0: how, what is she expecting to? Oh, to she to means, to means have people fun? are getting away with murder. But so how was
4: that making her bored? I never got that. Maybe that's just, just become... Maybe that shows my work ethic. I reckon <laughs> she probably comes
1: in and she sees people just like doing no work, messing around, like being bored. I don't, I've been in offices like that.
4: Yeah, you can't imagine it's the kind of office where they do like... Undynamic. Kind of
0: and also, to be fair, so, so Brent goes over to them and he starts to do this sort of uh, kind of an appraisal. But he says, you know, what? how are you feeling? How well I say that he doesn't actually ask them how they're feeling he says how is it different yeah. is it more of a laugh yes say it's more of a laugh
4: again it's more just an appraisal for himself yeah, exactly. isn't it? He's, yes. he's, not,
0: he's not saying how are you guys getting on yeah. is there any th- something that's going well is there any thoughts you've got on what we're doing do you know what, yeah. what I mean he doesn't really care no. no.
1: basically he knows they're not happy and he's trying to wheedle out them why yeah. and then sort it out now that's the whole point He's like, okay, my speech failed. Now I'm going to take to the pub and you're going to see what a brilliant guy I am.
0: Oh, he's furious it's when desperate. they say... It's desperate. When they say, you're not as funny as Neil, Neil's more of a laugh. They, I mean, he's, he's absolutely incredible. I he mean, he, this is where he, he comes out. This, it. Is, this,
4: is, this is where he, he actually, for the first time, vocalises that he's got a... A, a jealousy of Neil yes. like, this is the first time he actually directly, off, directly yeah. compares himself to Neil like do you think Neil's funnier than me mm. who thinks
0: Neil's funnier than me yeah yeah and he's almost and obviously they him. all
4: do because they know Neil
0: they don't yeah. know him yeah Yeah, and, he's, he's, and of course he's outraged and the first thing he does is he just storms out and he starts to go and round up people because his first thought his first reaction is let's go to the pub yeah, that's yeah. the most fun thing we could possibly do let's go to the pub yeah that's the only
4: way he's going to be able to show but obviously that that's, that's is, an unimaginative
0: way of having a laugh is yeah, to go and yeah, sit yeah. in a pub at lunchtime I mean look at Neil he doesn't proclaim to be this funny, fun-loving guy, and yet he can just whip up a game of, was it, like a French cricket? Well, exactly, yeah.
4: Uh, and, then, uh, and by
0: going to this boring drink at the, at the pub,
4: they miss out the fun thing, yeah. which is Neil bringing in his cricket. Just yeah. think, if, he had, if there was no but I, there.
3: I,
2: I have to say, guy, guys, I don't think that the Swindell lot make any effort. They, You know, they, they could have given him a little bit of leeway there. Yeah, you know, he's, he's making some sort of effort. And yeah, Brent is, you know... He's not particularly funny down at the thing or whatever, but they could at least humour him a bit. Yeah, they so "Well, he's our
4: new boss," so there's at least some sort of effort to you know what, whatever. And and there's, yeah, there, there's no one to take his conversational ball and run with it and kind of, yeah. yeah, like I don't know, kind of talk about I don't know their local pub and then just kind of move on from that. Yeah, mm. yeah. I so
3: see mm. you in yeah, be...
2: the gardeners, so it's not in the garden, sorry. Whatever pub there it is, so. It's excruciating when you see Keith oh, just kicking so at that pie. Oh, yeah, the only, people the,
4: the only people that finally come after Brent's gone round trying to corral yeah. them all together to come <laughs> okay. down. Yeah. Is, and Sheila. and Sheila, yeah. <laughs> Sheila, Sheila will go wherever you tell her to Who's obviously not start. going to say anything. And when Brent says, "The best people didn't show up." Oh, God, yeah. that's so painful. It's
2: yeah, yeah. The and then on the other hand you think, fucking hell, you never you always say the stupidest thing, like <laughs> yeah. most of the best people haven't turned up, you know. Doesn't do himself any favours, does
3: he
0: at all in that? <laughs> no, way. he doesn't
2: do himself any favours.
1: And again, it's another thing to possibly have on my gravestone. <laughs> it's been a washout, all the best people didn't
0: come. Including <laughs> Tim. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, but one thing I was gonna ask about this actually. And now i think about it. He might not have been there when they're all lined up in that um, little kind of like intro appraisal thing in the scene before. It's Oliver. He Oliver's, yeah, in, Oliver's the in the, the middle,
0: pub. He's there. He's oh no, he's not in the pub. But he's in the middle of the, the six. Oh thing. okay, so Oliver doesn't. Come but Trudy to the doesn't pub. go to the pub. So Oliver and Trudy don't go to the pub. Oh, Trudy's not there either. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah. So as you said, none of the best people turned up. What's really good about this pub scene is just it's such well written small talk. Yeah, because it's rubbish. It's just like oh yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. That's that, and you're right, Seth. Actually, I reckon they could have given a little bit back because one of them could have said, "What well, to yeah. the weekend?" That would be that would have been enough, wouldn't it, just to get the ball rolling? But I don't think yeah. Brent's got the social skills to really have a proper conversation. With no, people, no, no, no. This is
4: this is the problem. He's he's all just he's got his conversation planned out. Yeah. that's why he. Does. That's one of the reasons. Well, I mean, it's quite rude that they whisper to each other, sure, but that's one of the reasons. Like that gets his back up because that's interrupting his little pre-planned. Right, I'm going to talk about the pint. I'm going to talk about the the, the local beers. Yeah. I'm going to talk about you know my local pub. You know, and these two guys whispering kind of interrupts that, and kind of throws him off off his track a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want that at all. He wants to. I, get, I mean, it'd be better, it'd be, it'd be good if he could run the office like this, but he doesn't. But he wants to micromanage
0: the conversation. It's ironic, isn't it? Actually, yeah. he wants to <laughs> micromanage the social situations to get the best out of them, more out of it in the long run. Yeah. When it comes to his office, he's just yeah, he's just completely random, isn't it? He,
1: he's quite on edge and stressed out during the pub. He's not enjoying it. No, for so, sure. And, and uh, you know, there's little things like you know the way he like pulls Brenda. Yeah, out. that's brilliant. Pushes her back in. Shoves her back
4: in. she's really like grab onto the table. So and again, great comic timing. It's just what. She's about to put something in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really well. <laughs> also, don't forget
0: what he's saying when he does that bit because he he says when he brings the beers over, a cliche thing. Welcome to Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, oh my god. god yeah, friend, yeah. Just purely social. I've got a friend who has now. An and it,
2: it, it starts
0: off as it could have just been a throwaway
2: comment, but it's one of those things like you say, James, where he just he just goes too far with the metaphor. He yeah. just goes too far with the, with the comment. And digs a little a hole for himself going, No, purely social. And then, then you know, then, and then starts talking about someone who knows who is an alcoholic. And yeah. then just puts this weird depressing slant on the whole thing. But it goes thing. three times and It could, could have just
0: been a throwaway comment, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it goes three times deeper than just having a friend who's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know someone who is an alcoholic and it is no laughing matter. Particularly for his wife. So and she's got alopecia, so not a happy home life. And their eldest is like that Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man, so
0: it's exactly the same as when he tried to cheer Tim up on his birthday. This is
4: exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This it's it's this thing where he's he he talks a good game about how he knows comedy. He's a brilliant co- he's um, brilliant comedian. He's a chill out entertainer. But when he gets it when when he's given the opportunity to try and be entertaining, he just can't do it. He hasn't yeah. got it in him. He doesn't know what to say. He just his 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 go to is to talk about things that are depressing.
0: Yeah, he's like that Welsh guy from yeah. uh, Extras. Exactly yeah, like the Welsh yeah, yeah, guy from yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brent, yeah, Brent man, finally man. has enough of this pub and he says, you know what, I can't be bothered with this. It's been a washout. None of the best people turned. Came, I'm gonna shoot back to the office. And I
4: think it's it's more that it not, not not only has is he frustrated that the Swindon aren't really giving him anything, mm. but I think, as we find out, he feels a bit betrayed by those who didn't turn up. Like I think he would have felt felt more bolstered and more kind of confident in kind of being entertaining and having small talk and stuff had people like Tim Finchie. been there. Yeah. But Tim and Gareth didn't turn up so he kind of he had just he, he had to do it all by himself. And when he comes back into the office with Keith. He, he makes a beeline straight to Gareth. Like, yeah. To kinda of take his frustrations out of Gareth. But the thing yeah. is the
0: irony is if there's anybody in that office that's gonna respect rank, it's Gareth. Yeah. So it's not understandable that Gareth would have a, you know, a, have an admiration and respect for Neil like just naturally.
1: Yeah. But I mean like in fairness to David Brent, he's a bit dangerous playing cricket in the office.
4: <laughs> yeah so yeah so <laughs> never thought of that <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is dangerous it's true and this is where I think Neil is a bit of a uh, a prick in this bit because Brent's having a go at him sure but then Neil goes
3: yeah alright we're just finishing up
4: the way Neil says that alright we're almost done it almost seems like kind of you know, like trying to kind of, the, the cool kid yeah. trying to make the the other kid look stupid kind of thing.
0: I see that as a as Neil basically trying to defuse Brent's yes. uh, f- uh, frustration. He's actually being, he's giving Brent an out here. Yeah? He's giving Brent the opportunity to say, yeah. all right, no worries. Um. Just wrap it up, guys. We're, you know we've got work to do. Brent isn't in control of this anymore. You know what I mean? The yeah. cameras are there waiting for him when he gets back. He's not. Got, there's a two camera crews obviously working in this office now. That means yes. Yeah, so one camera so crew is obviously so in there. So he's got one camera crew left list, with yeah. Neil. So I'd like to see more of that footage, frankly, because I think that was a really good day. <laughs> but the shot is. Uh, he's on Neil. He walks past, and then Brent goes into his office, slams the door like a petulant kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> then Neil follows him and as you say I didn't think about that but you're right it's one take so that must yeah, be yeah. a fantastic performance actually by Balladie because that really is great and like I said that whole speech from Neil is textbook that is, yeah, yeah. if I was is you good. know to, to, to train somebody as a manager I'd almost just let them watch this episode yeah. and just say that that is how, exactly how you deal with these people
3: if you've got a problem come and speak to me but don't stand out there and embarrass me and yourself because I will not stand for it okay I don't let anyone talk to me the way you just did not my staff not my boss no one and certainly not you do you understand yeah Look, you're a good bloke, Dave, and if there's a problem, I'd rather discuss it sensibly and have to have these little chats. All right? Get a shake on it. Great, thank you. Has a go
4: at him, but then diffuses it. This di- diplomatic. Ends with a. Absolutely. I think you're a nice
0: bloke, Dave. Handshake. Takes yeah. it from 100 miles an hour to zero yeah. in like like a minute. But has laid down the law. In right, respect, uh, in a way that means yeah. that he doesn't make that doesn't doesn't escalate the argument. Doesn't let it drag drag on. Yeah. Ends with a handshake. Yeah.
4: Perfect. But has delayed that and said, but I'm not the don't forget. Like you said in the
0: last episode. See, I know that we've got a bit of a, a, a you know, dislike no, for yeah, Neil. We well, got this on there, that was good. This, here, good this is this is me. one episode where it's 100% Brent's fault, and I can't fault Neil, so... We'll also, up. the thing about this is it's not performative in any way from either of them because this is entirely candid, this shot. Yeah. It's always through the blinds. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah, several yeah. times in this episode, and I've talked about it before, but this episode is where David kind of loses control of the narrative of this show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Actually, we're seeing a fly on the wall here for David for the first time and actually, he's not responding very well to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in, uh, it's Br- just a little kid who's getting a bollock. Of-
2: yeah, and, uh, and, and Neil it's... even
4: notices this. So he has to shake on it. That's a very kind of childish playground yeah. thing to do. But Neil, I think, notices, sees this and kind of thinks he has to kind of bring himself down to David's level a little bit. Mm. So anyway, Brent's left feeling like a little kid. He's been treated like a little kid, and he deserves to be. Neil leaves. And then Brent comes back out and spins a completely different story yeah. for Tim and Gareth and Jamie on I mean, outside. Like, uh,
1: have you noticed the way like they
4: react to it? Like, look at Gareth's face during this scene when
1: Brent's trying to tell him that he slagged him off. They don't believe Brent no, for a second. No, no, they don't believe him. They think he. They they actually think the same as Neil that he's been a petulant kid. They do not buy it. But what if they did? Think about
0: that. I mean, I was, think yeah. about the impact of what David's actually doing. If these guys were to believe it, yeah. he's actually. Just, going to make his life so much harder for him. Imagine if he did manage to whip up animosity between the the the, the Swindon lot and the Slough lot.
4: And imagine if then Tim had said, Tim had sent an email to Jennifer yeah. saying, I've heard this. I mean, it's
0: so irresponsible. That's the real stitch job, if anything. Yeah, absolutely. This is, I mean, this sort of... <laughs> this that's a massive He's supposed to be the manager of all of them, so it's really unprofessional. It is. And this is this is <laughs> sort of bitchy side of Brent. It's the sort of last recourse. And this is something we haven't seen him when he lashes out when he's backed into a corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Tim that realizes
4: the severity of what Brent's saying, and Tim's almost again supporting Brent. Like, are you sure about this, David? Mm. You, you definitely, you definitely yeah. said this. Like, are you that sure you want, Are you sure you want to go this far? Like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. think you're about
0: right. what you're saying. He's putting his hand on it. Yeah. Right? yeah,
2: think about what you're saying. here for a minute. You're insinuating that that boss is saying all of us are by our backs. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. Are you sure you really?
4: Yeah. Are you sure you want to go with this? Yeah, they're not convinced. <laughs> so, uh, of course, yeah. they've
1: just seen the whole bust up as well, so
4: they know it's probably
1: just. <laughs> yeah, a no, but window. I reckon Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're just, actually. They're to, just
4: indulging him, I think. To think about it, actually, they must have been looking through the window. If we could, they could. They yeah, must but, what's well, well, they've they've, up, though, hey, they've just they've just yeah, been they there. Yeah, yeah, but they've the... just been there while
1: it, while he's been str- doing the whole love me pathetic. They've been there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know that they know full well that he's gone there to give him a bollocking.
4: That's obvious. Oh, actually, yeah, we can't really that.
1: That's really obvious. That
4: love me prophetic that's really yeah, awkward isn't that's, it? and that is kind of like especially to his boss that's a
0: really bad thing so isn't it it is and then and, and patrick ballady does this space afterwards where he just sort of goes oh, yeah okay i'm gonna have to deal with this now. Yeah. Like, yeah he's almost like a, yeah he's, yeah, he's almost
4: di- he's oh. almost disappointed it's like oh, Dave, that was what, embarrassing why, why, why did you have to do that because now i'm gonna have to bollock
0: you and i really didn't want to do that yeah,
4: yeah. And,
1: and everyone yeah. everyone knows that he's going there to bollocking it's, up, it's well he there. has to like he can't
4: <laughs> let david get away with that and mm. then
1: you know, I find it hilarious if it was like two bosses fighting at work like that. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> you know
4: what I mean. I'd just be yeah <laughs> Yeah, but someone has to lay down the law. Yeah. It's funny
0: you mentioned that Gareth had a funny face when Brent walked away because he did. I, yeah, I didn't notice that. I, I didn't guess. That. I didn't and watch watch the thing is, with like Gareth, him. I almost He's indulging him. I don't. I always, I, and it's my my problem because I, I almost don't think of Gareth as having his own mind. I always just think of him as sort of Brent's sidekick. Mm. And actually, I never thought for a minute that he actually doesn't think Brent's good at what he does. I he mean, doesn't. Can,
1: in the Christmas special, he says it.
0: No, he's I know. I know. Yeah, that, but right then, you can right see how that seismic shift in their yeah, but dynamic. The cracks are
2: already point,
4: appearing. Yeah, you can see it's how it's even, the
2: first time. It's the first time they're all losing their kind of respect for Brent right. Even Gareth and Gareth is yeah. the one man who stands by Brent through anything. So then he's starting to slip. He's starting to think, "Is this Brent, is this Brent who
4: I thought he was?" Actually, I'm going to keep my eye on that because I don't really remember enough of how the Brent Gareth. Dynamic goes from here. No, on I don't. To, so, uh, f- from now on, I'm going to keep my eye on it and see whether that's an actual thing that's genuinely out. deteriorating. Yeah, yeah it no, mean. he
1: goes down. Uh, as, as the series goes on, Gareth does not stand by Brent. He's a military man, first and foremost. You know. So what happens in the next? Oh, no, let's, don't well, no, yeah, don't spoil we, we'll, it. We'll, we'll keep this. an eye on <laughs> it. Oh, no, 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 yeah. We'll <laughs> keep an eye on it, but it's not. It's not like in series one. Do, you, do, you, do you know how, what
4: happens in, with their relationship in the next episode, for example? we'll, well the next. No, next no, no. Podcast. I'm not going to ask if I <laughs> want to. it for the next podcast, but put it this way: all the displays. Or think about the
1: og monster. Think about that. Yeah, that's another example of you know the relationship <laughs> fracturing... Yeah, he brings his mates Actually, in. I watched that he scene. brings oh, his mates in and David's room to watch that.
4: No, 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 I watched that scene on YouTube for some reason. And if you keep your eye on Gareth in that scene, he's like well awkward. I said as soon as as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as, Bread, as, soon as Bread mentions the eyes, you can see Gareth like oh god, don't. you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Gareth. done that. Yeah, he loses Gareth in this series. He does. Yeah, see,
3: yeah that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, interesting. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 up, yeah. yeah. Good.
4: It's all right. So We've then Friday night everyone's on their way home. Tim's leaving with Rachel. Yes. And he gives a really, really casual see you later, mate, to Dawn. And that's crushing. Ah. He refers to Dawn as mate, and that's just like right, that's it now. There's nothing. Do you reckon that was someone sucked on saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the end of that? You're, you're 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 now mate. You're not you're not Dawn. Well, I, I don't it? see you as a girl. You're what just did mate. What is she expect him to do? We're not going, Oh I Dawn, I
1: love you and have a little <laughs> pi-
2: have a little picture going. On. <laughs> <laughs> out, oh, I'll it. count
1: down the days until Lee leaves you. No.
2: <laughs> no but I this know is just time time is it's just the whole thing isn't it it's the her. almost tragedy the almost, the, the almost tragic thing about Dawn and Tim you know this like they just can't quite come together yeah. and like the love hurts right and they're kind of they're going to hurt each other process he, This is almost Tim's subconscious retaliation. I think. It how much is.
4: He's been hurt. I, th- I, think. Yeah, you can kind of tell he's got a little smug look as he walks out the office with Rachel on their way to Yates's, and mm-hmm. I think you can see that he's almost doing it deliberately to hurt Dawn He's got, day. he's got
2: that, he's got that air of him. It's like I'm moving on. Yeah. You're out of the picture, Dawn. I
4: still like you. You're still great, but I'm moving
2: on. It that means as yeah. a friend. You <laughs> know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, my subconscious can certainly retaliate so can I have some beer please well, <laughs> do you know somebody there's
0: one person in this office whose relationship with Dawn is still going strong and that is the son, mother-son relationship that David has with yeah, Dawn yeah, yeah. which comes to the yeah, front in this next yeah. episode I love that right? that
4: comes back, they're the only two that are left in this office like. and I actually really like that you see kind of like, this is the one episode where you see kind of like everyone leaving like end, mm. like kind of the end of the day thing everyone's filed out in their coats and stuff all the lights are kind of getting turned off The computers are on standby. It's only Dawn and Brent left in the office, yeah. Yeah. And we kind of we get to for the first time in a while see that mother son relationship. Well, because we had it in the first
0: episode, didn't we, where he sort of does that horrible practice joke to her, and they have that sort of back and forth. And this one, she he asks her to do a couple of things, like, can you send this? Can you type up those? And then suddenly on her way out,
3: Dawn fed up. I'm fed
0: up, to be honest. And again, credit to Lucy Davis. She does a fantastic job in this she's scene. She's great in this scene. Really. She's fantastic in this scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously she, she wants to go. She's being pinned down. She's a captive audience and she's being held. And again, none this is performative. If you remember, this is all candid. This is all yeah. through the through the curtains again.
2: Yeah. She's partly embarrassed because she's always slightly embarrassed by Bryn. Mm. So she's partly like, God, what kind of situation am I getting into here? But you can see there's also a bit of affection there too. She's like, oh, okay, I will sit with him.
4: Cause- but it's back to that thing where yeah. that we talked about before in series one where... Dawn is the one person Brent can really open up to. Like, well, no, yeah. ma- no matter what happens, when the chips are down, no matter whether they've argued or anything, he will open up to Dawn because yeah, she's she's the she's the she actually. To be fair, she actually probably is the only female in his life, so he can really yeah. kind of open up like that mother thing. Yeah, the thing, thing is, do you
0: think at any point she would say or even dream of saying really seriously to him? Well, maybe David, just try not to be just just be yourself. Just... No, she wouldn't because she doesn't see him in the same way that he sees her. Yeah.
4: He's her boss. That's oh, that's all he is to her. Mm. Whereas to him, she's a friend mm. and a kind of almost like maternal figure. Because, like we said, I be, I bet he's the
0: only woman in his life. Really, mm. he has any kind of uh, con, uh, kind of consistent and dynamic he has, with. He yeah. has this sort of quiet moment, doesn't he? And then he just says, and it's almost like he's had to really sort of build him up to ask this question. And he goes,
3: "Do you think I'm funny?" As if it's almost <laughs> like such a huge question. No, it's it is, it is, it is
2: funny because that also reveals that that is—it's it, one of the most important things to Brent, isn't it? Am I funny? And he's always the, scared the, to The us. idea that he's not funny really like cripples him. Yeah, and it, it's probably, like, God, have I just been fooling myself this whole time yeah, and actually I'm not this great? That's what it is.
4: <laughs> it is a big question. It's a bombshell, yeah. and it is kind of you can it—it it, it does take a lot for him to ask it, and it probably is the first time he's ever asked it mm. because. He's probably afraid to hear the answer. Like he well, yeah, doesn't want to know the he's answer. He's
0: asking it in a way that's almost rhetorical. So it's like when like a, a, sort of a fat person says, Do I look fat in this? Do you know what I mean? He just doesn't yeah. you know it's <laughs> definitely
4: not, not No, but I also <laughs> think that, that this is probably the one time in his life where he would have been kind of almost prepared to hear the truth. I think Dawn mm. could have probably given him the truth given him the truth bomb and then they could have talked about it. But obviously Dawn mm. isn't prepared to do that. I think this is one time where Dawn Brent's almost like, right, I'm letting the guard down now. If you if you want to if you want to tell me the truth, do it now because otherwise just going back up, and tomorrow I'm going to come in and yeah, you know, maybe yeah, maybe it's
2: right. Pink. Be cracking jokes again, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I think you're right there, yeah. It's like that one moment where the mask slips, and it's like, am I actually yeah. funny? Am I just having... Am I just fooling myself here? And it's where, Neil's come in. He's he's younger. He's suave. Yeah, he's, he's kind of more he's kind of funny. Everyone respects yeah. him more. Am um, I just having myself? Am I? have I just been? Am I just a joke to everyone, but yeah. not in a funny, but not laughing with me, laughing at me? And if you think, and about then they it, say, you're right. There's that one moment. It could have been like, well, yeah, actually, David, you're not that funny. But she just can't do it. Right? Yeah,
4: yeah. But if I think about it like that, then it's the one moment where Dawn could have almost kind of change the course of history. Like, you know I mean? If she yeah, had like, yeah. a serious chat with Brent about it, then maybe that could have changed his kind of personality and the way he acts. And then maybe he could have got people on side and maybe that would have changed everything. But she doesn't take the opportunity. But remember, it's Friday night.
1: She just wants to get home. Well, no, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, so she can hang yeah. out with her lumberhead boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, um, when he says to her about, do you think Neil's funny? She kind of deflects the question. He goes, I don't really know him. She won't really give like a committed opinion. And he asks for a favourite impression, but she can't give him one. You can't say what a favourite impression is. And then, of course, let's not get to the end without mentioning Excalibur. Oh,
2: yeah, no, that's oh god. It starts off like, yeah, it's silly. I, threw, I froze your heart. What is it? How does it start again? I froze your tears and made a dagger. And stabbed it in my and throat. And made a dagger. And then suddenly just... In my cock. He just throws forever. in the word "cock" all yeah, the of really aggressively as well. Forever. He, in, he <laughs> says, "Did you get the double meanings?" It's like, "What? <laughs> you <laughs> mean? you said
1: cock. How is <laughs> there <it> a double <laughs> meaning? How is <laughs> it a double meaning?" <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the double meanings but, then? Well, yeah, saying, exactly, but you, you know, he's the that. She-, she, it in my, she- 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 it in she- my well. My leg. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, but, I mean, the, you the said "cock."
0: Excalibur is his cock, obviously. And it's like, "Cause I need
1: heaven. But you can tell
2: when when he wrote it. You can just imagine that he was thinking, he's really deep, and brooding, and lusty. Yeah, like really, you just, know, you just know just like it's wank. some brooding epic romantic tale <laughs> yeah. In yeah a magnificent slough, <laughs> and there's, you know, yeah, it's up
1: there
0: with Tennyson, yeah. and especially
1: in you... romantic. Which, to be fair, a lot of romantic poems are basically just glorified the poems about the poets having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I always <laughs> think <Yeah>. that when <laughs> I
0: read them. Yeah, there's always some kind of sexual one. Are you my author? That sounds a bit gay. Yeah, I was thinking that's what it does, not it? Like, <laughs> it's
1: like all over that. It's like Jeremy from Peep Show says, "I'm in love" or "I've got a boner." Which, when you take away all the
4: cars and stuff, is basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah so then the episode ends with like these two I mean they both suffer their knockbacks in this episode haven't they mm. Dawn and Brent they've just got both two lonely souls that's so true yeah. sitting, sit, sitting yeah. together in the office on a Friday night having a little beer together blowing over the top of their bottles yeah <laughs> yeah.
3: no apologies necessary let's get on with the quiz but
1: Right, everyone, it's time for our favourite bit, the quiz, Series 2, Episode 2. Hey. I've tried to make these questions as finished as possible, but as per usual, we've gone through a few of them over the course of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, before we start, as per usual, let's go through everyone's buzzers. James? Yeah, that's us Jack? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're the little
1: slugs. Same little bit there, mining that bit exhaustively, and finally, Mr Bolton. Up. Mr. Bolton is fed up. Quality so if it, these buzzers are a bit poor today. All, I don't
0: know whether it's just that there's so much background noise going on in these scenes, but it's, it's, it does sound great. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Um, and we, They're all from the second half of the episode, we know this, so, you
1: know, what's the vibe in the second half? <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number one. On. This is a two-pointer, but I want five things for it. You have to get at least what three things, things to get one point. If you get the other two, you'll be at the second point. And if the first person I hear can only give me three things or less, I will give it to one. the This other. is so complicated. But <laughs> you're, only to, you're only allowed to. you only You're only allowed five guesses, right? Once you've used up your five, you can't use any more. Don't know. This is really? hard. Okay. This is very difficult. I bet it is that. I mean... <laughs> Number one. What are the five things Brent lists to Tim at the start of the appraisal as things he gives Jack? Slugs.
4: Trust, loyalty, reward, satisfaction. Fuck no. And what's the fifth Trust, one? Trust,
2: encouragement, reward, loyalty, satisfaction. Oh, satisfaction. Encourishment.
4: Encourishment.
1: so so. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give Seth and Jack one point each there. All
0: right. Fair uh, I, missed, I missed encouragement. That was, that I, was, I, knew I, I thought I it something. would be harder than it was, but yeah, five things that makes sense. It's, it's, oh, it rolls up the tone quite right nicely. Yeah, 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 but
4: then I missed encouragement. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: question number two.
1: Who said "Our uh, greatest glory"? Is not in never falling, but in always rising. Every time we fall. Yeah, let's cry. According to Brent, the philosopher, he mentions.
0: Oh, he mentions. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Confucius. I don't know. Oh yeah, it is Confucius. Oh, is it? He doesn't yeah. mention it. Tim mentions it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone says Confucius. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine. You know. Yeah, Tim's right. looking
1: for it. He says Confucius. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, that's a point to James, by the way. Okay, for so a, for em- the benefit of the listeners. Everyone has a point. <laughs> everyone has a point each now.
1: Question number three: How long was Rachel at Swindon for? <laughs>
4: Oh, Jack Two years Two for, years yeah. is
1: correct Yeah Ah. Oh. Okay um, Question number four Where's the main courage brewery According to David Brent Yeah
2: Let's
1: quality Where is it James Reading It is down in Reading Yeah And just as a side point No points for it But where were, it, what is actually the brewery in Swindon does anyone know god I don't know it's Arkles I've a million years. apparently they and sent. A years. and apparently they sent they sent Ricky Gervais a crate full of their beer after watching this episode saying this is the brewery in Swindon
0: <laughs> I bet he loved that yeah. although I bet yeah. you there's hundreds of breweries in Swindon now with all these micro breweries in Christmas, right well. well yeah exactly <laughs>
1: yeah get a lot of that around here <laughs> so question number five and everyone's going to know this we've mentioned in the podcast where does Rachel invite Tim to?
4: I heard the Swindon
1: lot first. <laughs>
4: Yates' is, the wine lodge. Classy. Yes, Yates' is indeed.
1: Question number six. Everyone's going to notice as well, so buzz quick. Fastest finger first. <laughs>
2: he didn't even answer. No, <laughs> I mean, you have to wait for me to ask. Sorry, that was one. a... You cheeky that piece. <laughs> well, he does right. that
4: twice last episode. Yeah, exactly. He admitted that he didn't actually know the answer when he buzzed. sneaky had heard it this
1: time. What time is it when Brent calls Neil pathetic?
2: You're swindling for life. Oh, come on, that was me. No, I heard
1: the swindle. Oh.
4: Yeah, my bat. Oh, I have the swindle. Oh, right, all right. Seth. Go on, you... Seth. Go on, Seth. I had my go
2: on, Seth. Over it. What time? It's quarter it? past two. Yes.
1: Maybe you'd better get it to work if you love work. I knew it was two something. I, like, like, like no, I was I actually two. going to say 240. So I didn't know that. Really? What's, this, what's the scores? Um, okay, so far.
4: Oh, yeah, keep us updated. Go on.
1: We have two for Seth.
4: Three,
1: three for Jack. Three. Two for James. Ooh, Jack's leading. No, he's tied. Oh, I thought two for me.
4: No. Yeah, two for yeah, two, two Seth, for Seth, for two
1: for Jack, and three for no, three <laughs> for Jack, <laughs> two for James, two for Seth. Yeah, so yeah three,
4: right. two, two. Yeah, all right, yeah, fine. I'm i counting. Yeah. Three, count <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, can I go to say there's something that I reckon you're going to have as a question. I was going to mention it. I know what it is because I've thought of it too. Okay. okay
1: question number seven. Who's signing out in the kitchen asking staff to wash their own mugs? <laughs> it's not my business. Oh, fuck it! i got to do this, Take the
0: it, take it. Cream. Cream. Yeah. it
1: is indeed oh,
3: that's
0: that's a, a brilliant, what, brilliant, as as, brilliant sign. As soon as I it saw is. it,
4: I was like, I was going to bring it up but I was like, no, I bet it's a question. You know, we're a bit, bit, bit <laughs> overexcited
0: here for that question. But for those of you who are listening who didn't actually notice this, in the kitchen when Gareth's doing his scene with R- Rachel yeah. and he's pointing at her fanny, there's a sign on the wall behind them and it says, please oh, wash your mugs. The... i do yeah, your I was, bit was... to keep the kitchen clean. Malcolm. Thank you, Malcolm.
4: Yeah, I was squinting to try and make it out. I couldn't make it out, but it said something about like washing your mugs. Oh, that's such yeah. a Malcolm thing to say. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mal- Mal- awesome. that's, that's the spirit of Malcolm.
0: Yeah, passive aggressive. <laughs> spirit of Malcolm notes. in the like envelope. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. In a way. Is that okay, last question? That's, So that's 332, right? Oh, this really
4: wouldn't. I was trying to press it. I was definitely trying to press it.
1: So, Seth's on the two. So. Oh. Without further ado, that should have
4: been eight. the one that took me over the edge. It wouldn't, it, it <laughs> wouldn't question, press play.
1: Question number eight. This is a two pointer, so it's the final question. Who is Kermit's nephew? And what <laughs> son, quoted by an impression by Brent, has he seen? I heard James's first. I'm sure you but did as louder. He like it's, he knows it's, the it's, it's Robin
0: halfway up the stairs. Correct. Two points to ah. James, and that is James wins. The reason I know Again. that one is because um, Ricky Gervais does a whole thing with Robin Ince about this scene. <laughs> and he has Robin Ince sitting on the chair upstairs, and he's singing this song to him. And it's bloody, bloody hilarious. Uh, I should have uh, taken that one. All right. James so, yeah. in row. so for the second oh, time in a row, James has won. I so feel bad for not making this more sporting, you guys. I mean, you, you know, it's so these it, bloody
4: clothes that it, up? Up? If,
0: if,
1: James, if James wins the next episode, then the very worst he can do is be joint winner of the series. So you
0: guys, you better. They well, yeah, need to pull your fingers out.
1: Any little notices you see in the background, pause and watch them. Any checks you see held up, pause and watch. Them. Because <laughs> Dan's going to be asking you. He's going to be asking you a bloody question about it. But and uh, when
0: it comes to the Brixton quiz if anybody wants to be on my team who's listening just give me a call get in touch and we'll storm it we will never win
4: (laughs) you will never win but yeah this is the office theme night out we were talking about right going to be next April, April 12th April twelfth, April 12th, 12th. Yeah. Yeah. 2019 at the Ritzy in Brixton it's going to be an office theme night out so there's going to be um, a quiz there's going to be a day Blind hosted Day hosted by us there's going to be a David Brent dance something off. for the old people something yeah. for the old people wet t no, 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 no
0: wet we talked about this we can't just say something we have to say what we can't just say something phone call from your son phone call from your son I think last time there
4: genuinely was like a bowl of work of the originals in the corner yeah 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 that's ridiculous uh, but so, yeah, so there's still tickets available yeah. for that, but they will be going soon. And we'll so. run a competition
0: or something, we'll probably give a pair of tickets away uh, or something like that. Maybe yeah. something, something for the listeners. If,
1: if, if you'll be needing the two tickets for you and <laughs> Definite Lady, which you definitely have as a listener of the yeah. like blog podcast. And also, if you
0: <laughs> like I said, we're going to be running this blind date competition on that party. So, if there's any singletons out there that want to get involved and take part, Drop us a message. Danny's up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll give yeah, us yeah, drop yeah. us a message and we'll get you on the roster and we'll uh we need we need four girls and four guys.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not into using chicks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Motels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, Alright guys. Yeah, well, I'm young.
0: Can I say we I was looking at this idea with Danny when we were trying to pull out the buzzers from this episode. And this <laughs> is a sprint finish from here, right, until the end of this until the end of the run of God. the show, right? So we've got next episode is the party with Trudy and the sex toys yeah, yeah. and um, we've got the motivational speech obviously oh God, yeah, absolute yeah, yeah, gold yeah, yeah. the charity yeah. episode for Red Nose Day and then the final episode with the interview followed by the Christmas specials. Yeah. So you know that, I mean? I mean, This is just cathartic, isn't it? This but is it's just I'm... all,
4: it, I mean, the whole series, the whole run of the show is just all killer, no filler, isn't Yeah, well, right?
0: yeah, absolutely. Just... So, everybody, once again, thank you all so much for listening and coming back for series two. We've got four more episodes of this series and then we're going to do a couple of Christmas specials. So thank you again for listening and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're hearing this. Thank you, everybody. Cool. And have a lovely evening. Yeah. Or day. Adios. morning. You might be listening to it in the day. All right. Uh, should someone say? Should we say goodbye? How do we do it? We've done everything, right? Is there a, anything else we need to cover off? It's
1: been a washout. Nah. All the best podcasters haven't come. Don't know why I bother. They're not going to make the effort. <laughs>
3: God, boring, isn't it?